0: What is up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Culture FC, the weekly soccer show where we discuss all culturally relevant soccer topics related to the beautiful game. We talk lifestyle, fashion, music, politics, everything happening off the pitch, and other stuff really happening on it. My name is Alan, and I'm here joined by my lovely co-hosts Louie and Brendan. And this week we discuss the MLS All Star break. We get into kind of a heated debate, I'd say, over whether we think the MLS All-Star break is even necessary, what it means to the culture, what impact it has on the growth of the sport here in the United States, and all of the things kind of related to that. So as always, if you like the episode, leave us that five-star review, share the podcast with a friend. It really helps us rank in all of the podcasting apps out there, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, everywhere. And it really helps us out. If you're watching on YouTube, please leave us that like, subscribe to the channel we're always putting out new content weekly top tens a whole host of stuff that is pretty funny and interesting you can also follow us on instagram at culturef.c a whole bunch of kind of background videos behind the scenes stuff pictures we post different questions that you 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 want to hear your answers to so please follow us there to to see a little bit more of us you can also follow at trebleware on instagram it is a lifestyle activewear lifestyle brand uh soccer stuff that the three of us came up with and go check that out you can buy some stuff buy something for your girlfriend your boyfriend mom dad whoever it may be so that's enough of me asking you guys to do stuff sit back relax and let's get into the episode
1: Alrighty, guys, for our first news topic of the week. Crystal Palace team in the English Premier League has been making a splash. They signed Max Meyer, which is a he played for Schalke. He be- quickly became Crystal Palace's highest earner. And he's supposed to really fortify their team. They're supposed to be a lot better with him. And they're, everyone's excited about it. Except for the fact that when they announced this, they used a picture of the wrong player. <laughs> Ooh. They put a picture of Joshua Kimmich instead of Max Meyer, which I don't like. That's just a pretty big mess up. Like you're going to make this your, your essentially your new talisman, your yeah. best player. Yeah. Like he's supposed to come in and revitalize the whole thing and you can't even get the picture right. Yeah.
0: It's like um, maybe it's just to
2: show them like, yo, dude, you're really not that special.
0: <laughs> it's uh, it, it kind of shows me that whoever's working their social media slash media department doesn't right? really care about soccer <laughs> or the team.
2: We see that stuff like <laughs> not like super frequently, but like frequently enough yeah. that it's like, yo, I could totally do this <laughs> and not mess up that
0: bad.
1: Oh, yeah. that's, ridiculous. That's, super funny. that's hilarious they probably did just hire some like media guy didn't have to care about soccer yeah. and thing and he's just like all right cool let me do a one second google search <laughs> grab the first german looking yeah. guy i can find regardless of what who he is and just put a picture of him yeah oh this guy plays soccer and he's german perfect yeah, so that's perfect. his picture now you're
2: gonna have to forgive me i don't know what either of these two look like do they did they look similar at all
1: um a little like i'm not gonna sit here and say that they're very similar but but you can definitely tell them apart like they're not that
0: not even under like suspect lighting would they look like (laughs) identical i don't know about identical but but like close enough where it's like you could still like you definitely know
1: yeah for sure like there's just i don't know it just seems very very lazy to be doing that so
0: yeah usually that's what that tells me is that people working behind scenes don't actually know what's well you know what they are Okay, I take that
1: back. In some in <laughs> dim lighting. <laughs> in dim lighting and if you squint, they do look alike. Sort of. But that doesn't make it better. Yeah, like that right. just means you're right. lazy. Right, right, you right. think that, that just other means people you're are a little more know. lazy. Yeah. Um, is that guy
0: is that guy fired, you think? I hope so.
1: But (laughs) I don't know. I mean, like, I don't want anyone to lose their job, I guess. But that's just like, it's really not hard. Like, you could just Google this person. Yeah.
2: Especially in 2018, it's like, you do know there will be trolls (laughs) after you if you, if any any misstep. Dude, I posted something on Instagram the other day, and my mom said, Brendan, did you know you put two ofs in there? I was like, (laughs) no, mom. She's like, do you know you can edit Instagram, your Instagram posts? I'm like, no, mom. She's like, you should probably do it. I was like, thanks, mom. That's awesome. So I did it. Yeah.
0: Um, and just to keep in, in the same theme of just people doing their jobs pretty poorly, um, Leicester City had a new kit revealed. And normally that's not really that big of a fuss unless the jersey is really nice and people really love it. Because
1: exa- example, who?
0: why would we ever be talking about Leicester's kit? Right. Like, Let's be honest. like yeah. None of it really They're, interests any of us. Yeah, but no. their Go time ahead. of glory has, has passed. But you're right. So they their third kit um, has released. And a lot of people are complaining that adidas is super lazy because if you look at their latest kit it basically looks like one of those team jerseys that you can buy in soccer.com like when you go to the team tab and then they have all those kind of like blank slate jerseys <laughs> it basically looks like whoever was working at adidas was like oh shit through lesser kit um crest sorry on the shirt through the adidas logo on it it was just like here boss this is perfect <laughs> and that's it And people are just like are you serious like how can this even be a thing
1: well, I saw the picture of both of the of the shirts side by side because they were like, This is what their kit looks yeah. like and this is the one it's identical. Oh. It's literally like yeah. some guy probably slept way too late and was like, Oh man, I, got, I had to turn in this oh <laughs> I final do design. last final <laughs> day <laughs> shit. Oh man, I gotta I gotta come up with something. Ah, uh, uh okay, Boom. there's this team kit and here's the crest. <laughs> oh the colors match, perfect, here we go. Right. And it's just like there's another one of those things It's like, really? Like yeah. you couldn't have done like something like I get it, they're not the world's biggest club, but they've won a major champ like a major tournament in the past few years. They are probably up there with clubs that have won a title of significance in in the past five years. Yet you can't even get any love from your kit manufacturer to give you something nice like as a third kit. Like
2: Do we think Adidas could be arguing the fact that it's like, well, Climate change. We're trying to stay <laughs> a little bit above above everybody else. We had a lot of these jerseys <laughs> left over. I don't know, man. For them to
0: claim that, that'd be pretty ballsy. That is a we're stretch trying to we're I trying to have. save the earth, City. Come on,
2: come on. Everyone else's team gets <laughs> <in this jersey, laughs> that's great, but you guys, guys are. <laughs> but like, still, um, um, you got to be thinking.
0: This is kind of lazy, but we've been seeing this actually this in during the summer with kind of recycling of jerseys. Tottenham's home jersey or was it home or away actually looks almost identical to um barcelona's training Training kit and slash france's world cup kit as well the one with like all the little um stripes on the the arm so i don't know like i to me, it kind of shows that the sponsor doesn't really care about the club. Well,
1: like we've that. talked about this from from Nike standpoint about how they've just been kind of turning out the same jerseys here and there, and it seems like even Adidas kind of got on the yeah. bandwagon for this coming season yeah. where they just got kind of lazy with yeah. what they were doing. Like um, Manchester United and Juve have the exact same away jerseys. Yeah, they are the exact same color, the exact same color ways the exact same jersey yeah and i thought that when united released it because they released it before uh, juventus did i was like perfect this is so sick i love this kit and then juventus come out with the same exact one just changed the crest and that's it and the sponsor of course but it's the same thing yeah and it's just like i get it there's only you have so many teams that you make stuff for and there's only so much you can do but at the same time it's like maybe don't release them in the same year right
0: well the thing is the the special thing about soccer kits is that they are so unique, right? Like you look at pictures from back in the day and you know what era it was based off the jersey that you see. Now, if we're getting different teams with the same silhouettes for jerseys, same colorways, same everything, it kind of ruins the purpose, right? It becomes kind of like that um, it's like a mass
2: marketed yeah, thing. Yeah, it's just it's a just mass like marketed
0: thing. There isn't really any genuine thought by, put behind the designs and um it's kind of I, I mean, it is super lazy and it but it's it's just kinda of sad to see it happening. No, well, yeah,
2: that's it's like what it's like in like I feel like basketball and other sports like that, they're right, they kind all of have all the all same. The same. Silhouette. I wonder if that Adidas and Nike marketing strategy is yeah. kind of bleeding into yeah. soccer a little bit.
0: Yeah, I would hope not, because we've seen I mean Soccer kits are special yeah. because they are so different. Exactly. Right, so, so we hope not.
1: And it's hard because, like, for example, uh, yeah, another po- example of this, too, is, like, uh, Bayern Munich's away jersey. So sick. Like, I saw yeah. it recently, and I was, like, in, I fell in love with that kit. And then I come to find out that Arsenal have one that's nearly identical. Yeah. And it's, like, God damn! like, I, I, I get it, sort of. But at the same time, it's, like, there's so much money in this sport, and Adidas makes so much money, and Nike makes so much money yeah. that it's, like, you can't even give the world's biggest clubs their own unique set of three kits that aren't, you know, yeah. Overlapping. Yeah. And like, it's just a pain. Like, you know, some people might think about it like, Oh yeah, but in the MLS, everybody has the same kits. Like, yeah, I don't like that. Like I can almost understand it. If it's a whole league wide thing where you're like, all right, let's keep it, you know, uniform. That way, you know, it's the league and it's fine. But, when you have so many different clubs across the world that have so many fans, that have so much history, that have so much money to spend, yeah. and all of a sudden, you're just kind of like, you know what? Whatever. We'll just give them the same one we gave them. And then people- They like are it. in different leagues. Yeah. Yeah, but it's so globalized, though. yeah, I know. Oh, it's man. a bummer. Well, either way, to wrap it up, y'all need to get your shit straight. Yeah. Start making cool stuff, because it's just getting a little frustrating when you just, like, you're seeing the same kits left and right.
0: Yeah. Not cool. Adidas, Nike. Not cool at all.
1: Even so you, Puma, I don't know if you've done this, but New Balance, well, you're doing yeah. great. Liverpool's choices look awesome. This year. <laughs> Thank you.
2: Alright, so the last piece of news, a little funny one, uh Iniesta, you yeah. know, he's he's going to play for FC Tokyo. If you guys haven't known that, welcome to the world. <laughs> um funny thing though, he's not going to make his return in time for their games. Or at least the first game, I think. So FC Tokyo was like, well, we're not going to just let 50,000 sold-out crowd not see Iniesta. We're going to hire a lookalike. <laughs> <laughs> and let me tell you, the look-alike does not look <laughs> like Iniesta. And what a- you know what's funniest thing is, I don't know if this is a troll or whatever, but <laughs> the guy in the picture drew on Iniesta's, like, scruff. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's amazing.
2: <laughs> so... 50,000 people are going to visit and not see Iniesta. Do, they, do
0: you think they're going to, like, pan a, a camera over him or just do one of those things where, like, they walk this bald guy out onto the field and he's waving and people can't see him because it's so far away? Yep. And they kind of hope that people buy into it? That is
1: hilarious because I... I- I don't know. I mean, like,
0: I, like, I, <laughs> like, if they pan a camera over him, they're gonna see that it's not him, right? <laughs> and like, like, he looks n- <laughs> like
1: barely anything like him. Okay, maybe he got the head shape right, but like, I don't know. It seems very, very like just weird to do this.
0: <laughs> I know it's just so, I,
2: <laughs> <laughs> dude. I his name is I am Noda. And he has seven hundred and forty eight followers on
1: Instagram. <laughs> oh my god. That is amazing. They're just
0: like, Grab this guy off the street. Here, you, can you be Iniesta today?
1: Oh my gosh. Oh man. I what
0: think he's
2: a- like a he's like an Iniesta. He's an actual impersonator too. Oh like, like he does
0: this for a living.
2: No I mean a couple of his last pictures, he had some pictures of him in a Barcelona jersey and stuff. But that is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like, you know, in Tokyo, we saw with, like, um, the World Cup, even, they were just, they were so clean. They they loved, like, cleaning up the stadium among other t- uh, supporter groups. I feel like they're just going to embrace this guy and be like, yeah. oh, it's Iniesta. Everyone, <laughs> it's Iniesta. It's like like, full full we can't work. let him down.
0: Yeah. That's wow. pretty great. I'm scrolling through his Instagram now, and it's actually wonderful seeing him, like, really poses Iniesta. Yep.
1: Sorry. Just to um, kind of fact check, not to point anything out, it's just, it's that, uh, Anderson yes, the plays for Vissel Kobe, but he was going to play FC oh, Tokyo. Oh, so I'm FC so Tokyo sorry. FC Tokyo hired the guy. I just don't want any of these like crazy Barcelona fans to hate right. us. Exactly. Um, My apologies.
0: Yeah. I
2: should have done more checking. That. Hey, look, that's just me being lazy. I guess, huh?
0: Yeah, dude. At Brendan, why are you being lazy? I don't know.
1: So uh, I guess the theme of today is people and places being lazy. Yeah. <laughs> don't do it. Don't, don't do, do it. it.
2: Do your research.
1: But all right. Moving along to the main topic, the meat of this sandwich, what you guys came to see. Or here. Or we here. Sorry, I listen. apologize. I'm not, I'm not going to try to be, it's not like sexist. Or, what's the, what, I'm not trying to like k- keep anybody out from listening or watching. You know what I mean? We're all inclusive here. Um, but basically, two nights ago, um, or you know, whenever you're listening to this, about a week ago, uh, the MLS had its all-star game. Uh, The MLS All-Stars played against Juventus, and it was an absolute sellout crowd in Atlanta. About 72,400 people, I believe, came out to watch the All-Star game. Uh, There were parties being held left and right in Atlanta. A lot of rappers came. A lot of celebrities were there. It was an absolute festival of soccer and MLS and amazingness all coming together. Um, And so today we wanted to take the episode to really talk about the All-Star game um, s- talk a little bit about how we think it should be and kind of just really keeping it along the lines of what we talked about last week with the ICC and the international friendlies um, because a lot of it does overlap in a sense. Um, but overall, what did you guys think of
0: this year's all-star game? Did you guys catch any of the game? Yeah, cut cut I think, the first half and maybe a few minutes of the second half. Um, it was exciting. I mean, the game was pretty good. Both teams played fairly well. Um I was kind of disappointed there wasn't a higher score. Um at the same time it kinda means that maybe both teams were kind of playing at an equal level and um but yeah, overall I think it was a pretty decent game.
2: I saw a little bit of it. Um I personally loved the MLS's jerseys. Really? I thought that it was Like, Target sponsorship, like, that's a sponsor to have. Like, that thing is sick. And just, like, the addition of, like, the MLS All-Stars, it kind of plays on that whole United States kind of thing and, like, the stars on their socks. Um, And, you know, like, going back from the ICC and and trying to see if that, like, just overshadows MLS Mm -hmm. and stuff like that, I thought this was a nice... What's the word I'm looking for? A nice opposition, I guess, mm-hmm. to what we've been seeing. Because I thought, like, with seventy-two thousand people coming and the highest, maybe the highest-watched MLS game mm-hmm. in a while, I think it was poignant yeah. and and, and a, a proper way to really showcase that soccer here isn't MLS really talent yeah. exactly.
1: Yeah. So I, I I caught the first half and some of the second half, and then I watched the penalties a little bit. Um, the first half, of the game was good. So you watched the whole game. Yeah, I know, but I I missed (laughs) the chunk in the second half. (laughs) I missed the chunk in the second half. But anyway, um, I thought the first half was good, uh, but mostly because of Miguel Amarón and and Jose Martinez because they were just linking up really well. A lot of the players on that team, they kind of knew each other. Some of them played for Atlanta, so it was a little bit easier to kind of get all together. Um, But even when Alfonso Davies came on, he played pretty well. Um, And so the first half was really good. The second half kind of got dull. Um, It just seemed that, the game kind of slowed down once both teams started to make all of those substitutions Mm -hmm. and started to pull out a lot of the players. Um, But overall I thought it was good. Um, But what is your guys' stance on this in terms of it being, because what I have a hard time wrapping my head around is that, an All-Star Game is supposed to be a celebration of the best players in your league. It's supposed to be essentially, if you think about it, a distillation of all of the league's best talent to yep. create this like mega team, right? And so you're like, oh my god, these are all these guys at the top of their level playing, having amazing seasons in the MLS. Let's put them together on a team to play a preseason game with a club that doesn't necessarily really want to be there. Of course, they do because they make money and it's yeah. a good way to do exposure, but. All of the World Cup stars for Juve were st- back in Italy training. Uh, Cristiano Ronaldo did not come to the United yep. States, despite the fact that there were signs and posters and a million things of him all across Atlanta to promote the game. Um, That's star power, baby. And so what do you? how do you guys rectify that, where it's like the MLS is putting out this really good side from their best talent to play a team that could or couldn't even care less to, to kind of be here? Um, yeah. I know I'm kind of making that sound a little bit worse than it is, of course, but it's along those lines of it's still preseason for these guys. Yeah.
0: I'll let B answer this first. Um, I
1: think that
2: although it may seem that we we're playing maybe like a B-side or you know a team that wasn't really motivated to be there, I would prefer to see an MLS side play an MLS side, the best of the best like on either two sides, but bringing together all your best to showcase – to the fans that's, like, maybe, I mean, among people, there are they don't always know. It's like, oh, Juventus, like, that's a big team out in Italy. And, like, they don't know the players on the team. So just the fact that they're playing a good team, whether it be preseason or not, shows that to the normal viewer, the MLS All-Stars, there are people who can compete at this level, and we should be able to have the same backing and, like, almost the same pride for our best guys playing, whether it be... A Juventus or what other team we would play in the MLS game, I think that it's 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 a positive thing. I think to take away from it all.
0: Yeah. So I actually, in in contrast with what I was saying in the last podcast, um, I actually think this is a pretty cool idea. I I am not a, in favor of having an all star game at all if I'm totally honest. So my view on it is if you're going to have one, make it something that's supposed to be a little bit of a spectacle. Um, And when I talk about that, I I think that when you have all-star games where you are playing within the same league, almost everyone understands, and especially with the timing of when the MLS all-star game kind of happens, it's not really in a friendly time. Teams are really competing mid-season, like we mentioned last podcast. When you have that, players on both sides kind of know that this game doesn't really mean anything you see kind of a lack of interest and we see that with the NBA right we see it's a almost an exhibition on just scoring no defense nothing really exciting um, whereas here you you still have that team that's playing preseason uh, this foreign team but there's almost this that you're pitting this um, like american side I know the players aren't american but you're playing you're pitting this MLS team um, against a european team and these guys actually kind of want to show something they're the best of the MLS they they want to prove their part and we saw that Um, With the goal, right? That that um, forget his name. Joseph Martinez Martinez scored. That's a hustle play, right? He dove head in, almost got a cleated in the face. That's not something that I think you'd see in a general All Star game because they know I I got something. I don't really have anything to prove here. I'm already here. I'm playing against guys that are all in the same boat. So when you when I when I take a look at it from that perspective and kind of want to showcase American talent in that in, in that light, I do think that this is an appropriate time if you're going to have something that is just supposed to be real a spectacle for fans to enjoy the sport and grow the sport. I do like the the sense of of bringing in a foreign team with guys with big names. Although Cristiano wasn't there, it doesn't mean Juventus lineup still wasn't star-studded, right? So I actually do I actually did enjoy it, um, and, and I do think that for now it's a it's a pretty good. Um, spin on an, an all-star uh, on a pretty americanized idea which is this kind of all-star break in the middle of the season um but yeah i i enjoyed it
1: but my question to you guys is i i do agree i think that it's a really cool thing to get to watch but my i want to play devil's advocate here and basically say does it actually mean anything? Because in, in, in this grand sense of it, like, yeah, the MLS players seem to be giving their all. You, you are 100% correct. Joseph Martinez's goal was super hustle play. Like, it was bouncing around on that, on that goal line. And it was just like they, he hustled his ass off to score it. So clearly he wanted to be there. He wanted to showcase to the world that he is one of the best players in the MLS, if not the best, this year. And so it's that thing, like, but does it actually mean that the sport is getting better? Does it mean that the MLS All-Stars are actually good when the other team, yeah, sure, even if they played hard for, you know, half an hour, 45 minutes, it, at the end of the day, it's not a real game for them. And yeah. I get it. It's not really a real game for the MLS All-Stars because they don't really play together ever. So it's just kind of like throw a bunch of guys together. But is it, is it actually worth it? Is it actually doing good for MLS's growth?
0: so i want to quote actually something from um an article i read regarding this um espn article and they are they are asking michael parkhurst who's been involved um he's in an the United defender been involved now i think six six or so seasons in the mls all-star game and he actually says i'm going to quote him directly there are just more people around the buzz in the city the opponent everything just seems to be bigger our team is better it's just it's got more talent than it did 10 years ago it seems like the last year in Chicago, the whole city knew that the All Star Game was going on. It was just a buzz. Some, something here this year. It just makes it fun. So what do I, what do I kind of take out from this quote, right? And it's, it's that although, to us who are not accustomed to seeing this All Star break, and it, it may not mean anything, kind of in terms of um, quality of play it is doing something for the sport, right? The players are feeling it. The fans are feeling it. And it's small growth. I think that that's something that, um, and I, it's something that I've been super critical of and, and kind of in this week kind of changed my perspective on it a bit. And and the way that I'm kind of looking at it now is that the MLS is kind of like the little brother of, of soccer, right? And let's say that it's the little brother of the Premier League. I'm not saying that it is, but... We want the little brother to be just like the big brother, but the little brother just isn't there yet, right? So the little brother is kind of taking bits and pieces and learning from the sport in in whatever sense that it can and kind of this MLS all-star break being its, its uniqueness, its difference from the world sport. And I've been critical of this, of bashing the, the kind of the Americanness ness of, of the MLS. But I think that we've seen the growth. It's obvious. So if, if it's working for now, Uh, let it happen, right? I think that it it is proving to to grow, and um, I think last year there was, what, 2.1 million people that watched the MLS All-Star game um, across the world. It was televised in almost um, 170 different countries, so there's interest, and it's building interest, and and although it's different from the norm that we expect, I think that um, whether the games are meaning something or not, it really is kind of doing something for the sport in America.
2: I like to put it in perspective even to myself sometimes. So when you were a younger kid and you were invited to play in like a showcase game and or if you were ever just invited to play with the people who were clearly way better yeah. than you, there was just that that moment of just being so excited and motivation to want to try and show the best you can be. Right. And I think that that motivates not only the people who just played in the MLS All-Star Game, but it it can motivate kids to maybe strive to, to, to pursue that more right. and or the players in the league who didn't make it to show it's like, wow, 72,000 people just came and watched us play against a team from Italy and we gave it our all. We hustled our asses yeah. off. I think that'll just motivate – I think every year it's going to get – a little bit bigger and a little bit bigger and a little bit bigger until you're going to see the MLS all-stars playing like a full on squad for preseason. Like the, the the coaches are going to be like, well, the MLS all-star game is pretty, pretty big preseason test for us. So we might as well just bring them, bring all the guys out. I think in time it's going to get way bigger.
0: Yeah. And I think we've seen, we've seen that. I mean, obviously the MLS, I think hasn't really won a game versus their, um, this kind of friendly opposition in the last six years. I don't, I can't recall. I know in the last three years, they definitely haven't, um, but i think it'll be it'll be a little victory for when the mls does because it'll show that there is some growth there and the games are contested i we won't say that the games are contested i think it'll be a big a big deal and it'll be kind of like when the little brother beats his brother in a, in the little scrimmage even though the big brother isn't playing to his full potential
1: so my question is do you think it undermines the mls to have to keep basically along the lines of the little brother mentality yeah. By continuing with the little brother mentality, does it undermine the sport? Because in my opinion, I think that the MLS's growth up until this point, I think this year is very different than last year for the MLS. I feel like a lot of people are giving a shit overall around the country. Clearly, even based on Michael Parker's uh, comments, people are knowing that this is happening. But will it continue? In my opinion, I think that the MLS's growth is getting to a point now that it should step out of this little brother mentality. Yeah. Um, because I think that continuing to bring in European opposition on a preseason will only continue to undermine how crappy the all-stars, which are supposed to be the best players of your league, can't have to keep playing against B-side from another club in Europe. And the reason why is because... You're never going to get a club in Europe to play their starting 11 full-on for this game. And it's not supposed to be that. The All-Star game is supposed to be a celebration, in my opinion, of the best players of your league. So, in a sense, I don't think it should have to really be the most competitive game. Um, I think that if you were to... So before I move on, but do you think that it's undermining and if they should move on away from this, let's get away from the little brother mentality? No, it
0: definitely is. And this is where I still kind of harp on this, is that it it is for sure. It does undermine American talent. But I think that it's necessary for now. I think that it's necessary because although the sport is growing, it's not where I think any of us expect it to be in terms of I think it can be significantly bigger. So... Eventually, yes, I do think that this whole strategy needs to move away a little bit um, because it does undermine the MLS and, and, the, and the talent that it that it has. But I think that for now, it's kind of a necessary evil of just bringing more eyes into the sport, and bringing more attention, bringing the bringing the big-name players. Because the MLS might have big-name players, they don't have superstars like Juventus has. They don't have superstars like Real Madrid has. They don't have superstars like any of these kind of major European teams have. So bringing these guys in and bringing this talent in will bring the few a few a few extra eyeballs into the game um whereas an an all-star game between just mls mlS teams would just bring in kind of the MLS fanship that I think would normally want to support the mls players so I think for now it's a necessary evil
2: you know I would kind of have to agree there just because there's I mean I can't think of anything off the top of my head that would allow like a marketing. Thing to d- to reach more people and or to to help motivate these guys who m- might not always believe that the MLS is at the top tier yeah. flight um but yeah it, I think it definitely needs to stop at some point because yeah. I mean the the little brother thing definitely gets old yeah. after a while and then like it's like a it's like a a, a sine wave or something yeah. like it, it's gonna crest at some point and unless you get off that it's gonna go right back down yeah I um, have to
0: consider too like an an all-star break in general for any league is really not. It is a showcase of, of the league's best players, but in reality, it's just really a way to get fans to interact with the league, right? We've seen with the NBA to start including a, a fan vote, getting getting fans involved, try to get their favorite players in. It, it's not. I agree that it doesn't necessarily have to be the super competitive thing, but I think for the betterment of the sport and to tie in with what we were talking about last week in terms of playing shitty friendlies and having the sport look badly in that sense isn't great. Even if they are, even if we know that they're not being played to the highest level because they are preseason friendlies, we do need kind of something exciting for now to kind of grab people and grab new, new viewers and uh, people who may not be that experienced with the sports soccer not understand really what's going on just, just to build that buzz.
1: Right. Um, and I, and I can see where you. I see that, right. I can totally see that. That if it were just a regular All Star Game in Atlanta, I don't think they'd have thousand400 people. But I could be wrong, right? I actually am of the the mind that I think that the MLS they may not have you know astronomical stars the way that Europe European teams do, but they they're in my opinion there's plenty of star power in the MLS today, right? I think that Carlos Vela coming back and playing for LAFC, he's still in his prime. He's a young dude. He started the World Cup. You know, you have players like that that are attracting player like people left and right. The, you know, I talked a little bit about this last week. When I went to the Revs game a couple weeks back, there was 36,000 people at, at Gillette Stadium. Of course, they were kind of expecting to watch Latin and Mahimovic play, and he never did. But that showcases that there is some talent. Um, so my idea is if they could basically take this and make it an East versus West, because they are separated like that in the MLS standings. You have the Eastern Conference and the Western Conference. Um of course, it would make it you know, if they could separate it into both conferences and take the best players of both sides and play like an exhibition, I think that that would be a better celebration of these players' talents. Because none of this seems to add up to me, right? Like you have all of these best play- all of the best players in MLS. You don't want to get hurt in an, ML- in an all-star game. And you, to your point, you say you've say you seen in the NBA where a lot of players don't really take the game that seriously. That's because, you know, they're in the middle of a season. They're not going to go and get hurt during this all-star game and not be able to play for the next month and hurt their team's chances. So in my opinion, you're never going to get that all-star game that's like super competitive unless you either add it at the end of the season or something. But in my mind, what I'd love to see, and I'd love to take you guys uh, get, get your guys' opinion on this, is If you could make it back into an East and West thing, because now that the MLS is up to, I believe, almost 26 teams or will be going to 26 teams as of next year, it's it's kind of like you have so many teams, you have so many players doing so well that it's almost so... This isn't even about the MLS anymore. It's not even about celebrating the MLS. It's about like, all right, let's take a small percentage of our best players and pit them against a team that's here. So in the sense of it being a celebration of recognizing each uh, player, because in my opinion, making an all-star team it's not about playing in the game. It's about making the all-star team. It's about, because, you know what I mean? In the NBA, you they always list, like, oh, like, seven-time all-star. Because not every player is going to win a championship. Not every player is going to win that stuff. But this is the kind of thing, these are the kind of things and the recognition that a player can put on his, like, resume or in his mind he'll think about, like, oh, okay, whatever. I, I made it to the MLS Cup final once, didn't win, but I was a 17-time all-star because I was top performer. So in my opinion, I think, like, getting it to be more inclusive of just the mls would be a little bit better in my opinion because the idea is the recognition not necessarily the exhibition game
0: yeah so this this ties i want to ask you a question is this too much just a quick action question for do you think that the mls should have an all-star game in general i do okay
1: um Sorry, so please. now when
0: we tie into the idea that you were bringing up of undermining the MLS, right, the MLS is really the only league in the world that has this all-star game and kind of, um, and I, I, don't, I want to use this term sort of lightly, but the Americanization of this kind of all-star um, title, if I'm an all-star player, because teams around the world they nominate kind of an all-star team at the end of the season where one player gets picked for a position, but this metric isn't really used by almost any player in any league in the, the rest of the world. Here I'm looking at it as like, I'm a guy in the MLS and I'm, I'm touting my kind of my skill. If I'm say some club abroad or some, some fan abroad, I'm not looking at it from like, Oh, my, my team is signing, um, Almiron and he was a, um, five-time All-Star. I don't think that metric kind of travels overseas. If you understand what I'm kind of saying, and does, I I, I want to get from your perspective is is that undermined... It's kind of just like a made-up metric you're making up for your league, but does it actually mean anything for for the players and for the for the sport overseas? I
1: don't think it does because no one's going to care about it overseas. But I don't think that's the point. I think that um, right now. It's a a major part of the All Star game is is like fan voted, Mm -hmm. right? And it used to be that way strictly in the NBA where it was all fan vote for the starting five. Today, what the NBA did that I think would be very interesting would be the fans get 50% of the vote, 25% of the vote goes to the players, and you elect your peers, and the other 25% is from journalists. So, in other words, it's a consensus pick in the NBA today. And in my opinion, if you could change that in the MLS to be a consensus pick, maybe today it doesn't have any weight overseas for a club, like looking at a couple of the players in the MLS. But I think in 10 years, when it actually starts to become a actual part of it, maybe it will. And if it doesn't, I don't know if that's necessarily the point. Mm-hmm. Um, but to uh, a- answer your question about do I think the MLS should have an All-Star game? I think so. Because I, like, I watched uh, I watched a lot of NBA. I watched a lot of NBA my whole life. Um, I've always looked forward to the nba all-star weekend not for the game but i actually look forward to things like the dunk contest and the three-point shooting contest and to me that's even more fun or like the yeah. celebrity game so uh one aspect of, of this theoretical idea of mine of bas- bringing it back to east versus west would be instead of having just the exhibition game which is currently all it is it's just the, the they have the homegrown game which is like the young players of the mls and then you have the like a higher up like mls all-star game in my opinion, if you could turn it into like a legit weekend of fun where it's not just the exhibition game, because like I said, no one's going to show up. I don't think anyone would show, not that many people would show up to a game that was just East versus West all-stars. Um, but if you turn it into a weekend, right? Like what if they started doing games along the lines of, I don't know, a freestyle competition? Cause a lot of these players are, you know, they're very tricky. They do all these things like in training, you're, you're always mm-hmm. doing freestyle tricks, right? Mm-hmm. What if you did a, uh, nba dunk contest style freestyle competition during mls all-star weekend right you take some of the best most creative players and you're like you put a panel of five people and they judge them on their freestyle tricks like it's something that's involving other parts of soccer in with the sport and it just creates like you said that that engagement with uh, the community in the MLS. Yep. Um, you could also do something along the lines of like, I don't know, like an accuracy competition, similar to how they do like uh, those FIFA mini games yep. before the game starts rolling. Like you could set that up. You're the MLS. You have money. Like you yeah. could do that. Target um, could
2: set up those little target things and you can, you can <laughs> look at that. Down in corners.
1: <laughs> exactly. And so um, you have a way of rec- the, I, In my opinion, the idea of the MLS or any all-star game in general is just recognition of your hard work mm-hmm. because Sure. For some people, it doesn't matter, but it's just a way of being like, hey, man, like you're really good at this thing. Let's recognize you for it. You know, you have players who like win the dunk contest and it's just like, yeah, it's not that big of a deal, but it's just another fun thing for fans to engage with. Yeah, it's still some
2: buzz. You it's some buzz. buzz.
1: It's something interesting, right? And I think that you know they could add a charity uh, celebrity game, right? Like you have all these celebrities who love soccer. Why not bring them in and do a celebrity game at the All Star game? So I
0: actually find your opinion on this super interesting, Louie, because I feel like you are on the same boat as me of kind of the on a lot of the topics. We're kind of pretty anti-Americanization of the sport. And this seems to me like your super <laughs> super Americanization of the sport, right? Like we when we talk about the commentating um, and just how kind of different cultures react to different things. I want to know like what is your your cutoff? Like I, I wouldn't normally think that you would be a, would be in favor of the MLS All Star Game because it is so almost super. It, it is I mean it is a recognition of the players, but it, it's more of a superficial thing, right? It's um, it's more for the league. Generate money, generate interest in that, in the sense of just the MLS, and I don't necessarily think, um, in terms of the sport, it, it just seems super commercialized to me. An, an All Star Break, it, 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 and for me, it doesn't really necessarily seem like a, an important cultural, aspect of the game. So I don't know, kind of what your thought process is behind that, because, again, I think we're usually on the same page, and now we're not. So it's.
1: <laughs> so to me, the the idea is that. If you get rid of the idea of it being a competitive game, it opens up the possibility to create a whole other thing around it, right? I, I think that the people who bitch and moan about the NBA All-Star Game not being competitive miss the point 100%. Okay. Because in my opinion, this is supposed to just be a celebration and a party. Like, it's sport is so serious like, day in and day out. Like, everybody's like grueling. They're grinding. It's a grind through the whole season. It's just like week in and week out. You're just you're going for it. And I get it. You're an athlete. But- These athletes have lives. They they have a lot of other things going on. Why not make this an event to celebrate not only the sport, but just like do a celebration and recognition of everything, right? You can – sure, this isn't common in – this doesn't exist for soccer in any other part of the world. And honestly, like I get – I can see why it is or isn't. But I think that if this were to just be a midseason break where everybody gets to hang out, party, make it a fun time – you could get it to mean so much to soccer in a way that doesn't have to necessarily be, you know, a washout to try and win, get some money. Like, uh, one of the arguments that I read online about why the All Star game is the way it is now is because it allows the MLS to kind of rub elbows with these uh, higher end uh, overseas soccer guys. Mm-hmm. So every year they invite a new. A new team, but that just allows like the commissioner and the higher ups right. of the MLS to kind of rub elbows. And it's really just a, a f- like a farce to have the game so that they can basically steal some of the star power to attract yeah. an event to make money and then rub elbows with them, which yeah. I don't like that. Like mm. who who cares if the MLS is making money? In my opinion, there's so much to be celebrated in soccer. There's so much fun that it can be. Like it's not just a grueling sport. Which I mean, if you listen to this podcast, we cover so many different aspects of this game that they could, in theory, take that opportunity to make an all-star weekend or all-star week and turn it into something really fun that celebrates the sport for
0: more than just the 11 v. 11. Have it have more of a cultural impact outside of the, outside of the stadium.
1: Right, because I, I love the fact that there's concerts going on this year in, uh, in Atlanta, and like Waka Flocka was there and doing all this stuff. And as we see with all those rappers going to like Atlanta United games, like why not and that's what we love about Atlanta United right but what if you took that multiplied it by 10 and spread it out over 4 days where you could have, you know, concerts every single night where like as a fan if i knew that let's say in 3 years it was going to be in uh i don't know, Minnesota, right? They're doing it in Minnesota. Um you know, they have a brand new they're going to have a brand new stadium by then and all of a sudden it was 4 days and one day was like a charity game with a bunch of celebrities. Mm-hmm. I might want to watch that, mm-hmm. right? Like you know, maybe it's not going to be at a big football stadium because uh, Minnesota's gonna have a much smaller soccer specific stadium. Right. That's okay. Like, have them there. Bring, bring on like 20 different celebrities. Like, you see this in Brazil and other overseas. They have right. charity games right. where people still show up to watch. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Anytime Neymar does a charity game in Brazil, they fill the stadium. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think it's impossible to do it and have it be. Something that is enjoyed without having to rely on the result. Mm-hmm. I think that if you were to do like, all right, let's hypothetically one day, a celebrity game day two. It's like the the like mini games almost where you have like a freestyle competition, a five aside with some of the other players, uh, a free kick shooting crossbar uh, challenge. Crossbar cetera, challenge. Right, yep. Like think of all the videos that we watch on YouTube of people doing challenges, even the videos that we've shot doing challenges. That stuff's fun. People care yeah. to watch that stuff. Mm-hmm. But now imagine if you took the best players of a league who are masters of their craft in terms of playing. And now you put them on, on the spot of being like. You put them on a cross-point. football field. <laughs> the, yeah. You know what I mean? And then all of a sudden, like after each of these games, you have a, a concert, massive concert as a fan. If I knew that this was going on for like four days in a row, I would love to go because yeah. people, what well, people love festivals, music, getting together. But now imagine doing all of that for a sport that you love. I would love it for just to, for it to move away from the fact of. I don't think the all stars need to prove themselves against opposition. I think that even in the regular game, if it was just East versus West and the guys were messing about, you can still get enjoyment out of it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I don't think it has to be the super grueling. We're gonna test ourselves against the best of Europe, despite the fact. That it's not the best of Europe because a they don't care and b they're not bringing all their players, so it just seems like a big farce to me today right. to try and pass it off as a, like a competitive game, even if the game was competitive. Yeah. It just doesn't matter to me. Yeah. That that to me is a wash.
2: That's fair. Um, yeah, I, I think if you're gonna do an MLS All Star game, you might as well just do an MLS All Star weekend, uh, just to really drag it out and just to really just showcase everything that.
0: So so my I, I like the idea. Then my question becomes, does this All-Star Weekend promote new fans or does it just celebrate fans that exist in the sport? Well,
1: yeah, to your point, I don't think it necessarily brings about any new fans to the game, uh, at least at surface value, like, it's, uh, like at, at face value. I don't think it does. But I think that if you started to see how much fun people were having with this All-Star Weekend, then it might bring... You know what I mean? Like, let's say the three of us, right? We were like, awesome. This hypothetical all-star game is going to happen in three years in Minnesota. And all of a sudden, we're talking to our buddies, and we're like, hey, guys, like the three of us are going. This is all that's going to go on that weekend. You want to come to Minnesota with us for a couple days? Like, just Mm -hmm. to, you know, shoot the shit, hang out. You know, let's say that they started announcing, like, rappers and artists to perform there. All of a sudden, you could bring your buddy who, let's pretend, I don't know, um... I'm not really into current music. Let's pretend like Drake was gonna perform, right? Um, let's pretend Drake's gonna perform, and we knew he was gonna perform right after the like charity game or whatever it was. And we were like, "Yo, uh, friend over here who loves Drake, you want to come to Minnesota for a couple of days? We're gonna go see some soccer stuff, and like, you know, Drake. There's gonna be a free concert and stuff like that." Like no, I free think free Drake concert. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Yeah, yeah. you talking about? <laughs> <it>. free, <laughs> whatever, but like, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, no, yeah I, totally I think that that could, in theory. Yeah. But I see what you're saying because having Juventus on the like whatever you want to call it, the billboard attracts eyes. It attracts people. But I think that it's attracting people in a bad way. Yeah. No. Because you're almost I, baiting them to watch something that they're not necessarily gonna. I don't know. I feel like you're trying to sell them something that isn't true. It's like, oh, come watch Juventus play, but it's not really them.
0: Yeah, yeah. But so, so my thing is, yes, it's not really them. But seeing maybe the MLS teams play as hard as they do, it'll attract you more to the sport as opposed to kind of being attracted to the 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 glitz and glam of an All Star Weekend. It, it's just my my point. Is just like fair. Where do we value the actual support for the sport for true passionate fans of the sport versus just kind of laissez-faire right like i consider myself a laissez-faire nba fan where it's like i watch the i watch the all-star game but i don't really give a shit really like i'm just there to kind of see stuff i'm not that super involved in watching the rest of the nba regular season like pretty bandwagon fan i'd say that so i and i i was talking to rachel about this the other day like i don't ever want to see so- soccer go to the the level of um the level of where people go to red sox games Don't give a shit about the Red Sox games. The tickets are decently cheap. I just go there as a thing to do. I go there for the fucking hot that. Uh, Yeah, yeah, (laughs) It's like, yo, go to the Red Sox. Let's get a hot dog. Go there for the the experience or the the atmosphere. I don't ever want that to happen to the sport of soccer because that's not... That's not what I love about the sport. That's not why I fell in love with the sport. I fell in love with turns it because into like I, a tourist I see, attraction. I see passionate people for the thing and I, for the sport and I, it's not it, it's not just because it's um it's almost like if you're just a laissez faire fan that shows up you're like berated for it right yeah I don't I don't like, I, I want that kind of atmosphere so to me the all what the All Star Weekend means and kind of would cultivate is that kind of uh, let's just go there because it's a thing.
1: So my question to you is: Is it hmm. the is it the MLS All-Star Games prerogative to attract new fans? Or is it the league's overall mission? And is there other things that the league could be doing to attract fans? And just because the way I see it is this. I think that an all-star weekend is about celebrating the players. It doesn't necessarily have to be about attracting new fans. I think that because there are some devout MLS supporters out there. Like you see it everywhere. Like even at the Rebs, which is like I berate them sometimes. But I've sat, I, I sat in the Fort, and I, you know what I mean. Right. Like there are some super deep passionate fans. So I think that an All Star Weekend or All Star Game should be a celebration of what makes the MLS great and what makes these supporters great. I think it should be the league's mission outside of the All Star Game to attract new fans. I think that hinging the All Star Game's existence on attracting new fans or not, I don't think that. Is, makes much sense to me because I think there's so many other avenues that the league should pursue yeah. in attracting new fans that they just aren't.
0: Yeah. I think for... And I, and I agree with that. I think that's a super valid statement. I just think that for now... It's a good tool. It's a good tool just because it's there, right? I mean, these teams are here. Use them. But I do think, yes, yes, to a point, eventually I do think that it has to stray away from that and I've said that in other podcasts before. Um, I do think it needs to stray away. I just think right now it's too good of an opportunity to to get more eyes for for a sport that is growing, but is still not at the, where we think it should be.
1: Right, and, and I agree with you, but my counterpoint to this is Atlanta's been putting up numbers at the MLS level, right? And these are numbers that aren't even seen in certain leagues in Europe. Like, they're, the average attendance at Atlanta, at Atlanta United Games is higher than some of the most prestigious clubs in the world. Right. You know what I mean? Um, so it's like if i don't i think that by them doing as well as they're doing in the mls and putting up the numbers that they're putting up that attracts headlines by itself right so the idea is i agree with you up until this point the mls social game has been an amazing tool to attract people to watch the game and stuff like that but going forward when you have teams like atlanta putting up numbers like that making headlines in newspapers that aren't even about soccer and like they're 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 Atlanta United is kind of starting to poke out from this little bubble that is soccer in America and people are starting to pay attention. Like yeah. look at all the rappers that, that But
0: Atlanta United is an outlier.
1: It's an outlier, but it might yeah. be my question to you is is it just an outlier or is the MLS gonna follow suit? Do you think other well, people are I gonna think start the, caring? I think
0: the MLS is gonna follow suit, but I, I think that for now, just having one really powerful club that's kind of reaching out to
1: one, two, three, you know one, two, three, number. right.
0: Not yeah, a, a few isn't enough the ends isn't enough to justify the means. Right. Yes, a few clubs have shown that there are there is legitimate interest, legitimate support, but the whole league hasn't. Look at San Jose. We just saw that a couple weeks ago. There's still a big majority of clubs in the in the MLS that that suffer to get to get fans in. I mean, you can't get us to a a Revs game like you went because of what because. Ibrahimovic right that was like why you guys and the group of friends went because there was a big name player coming to watch a sport But you don't necessarily sit at your laptop every week looking to buy Reds tickets And that's admittedly and that, I'm not saying that that's your that I'm saying like as a general consensus as a culture We don't really care that much yet So to say that we can automatically switch the structure of the MLS All-star game just because of a few outliers I think is, is a bit of a stretch because we We aren't there yet totally Is what my point is. That's fair.
2: Because, I mean, there are not a lot of areas that have that kind of fervor that, like, Atlanta United has right now. There's not a lot of places that, I mean, granted, there are a few, like, outliers as well. But the
0: poster, Charles, for the MLS, the general consensus is. I I, I struggle to see that kind of week in, week out support just because your club is playing type of fan
2: how would you remedy that though well, i guess you just,
1: i don't think it's about remedying i think it's just a matter of allowing it to continue going where it's going um eventually like you know what it is like i agree there aren't that many like clubs in the mls that have that kind of support or have that kind of uh impact on the mainstream culture right and we're getting there so i think it's a matter of like how long until it kind of catches fire right, right? it seems like a couple of areas have you know, roaring flames of, of support and like love for their clubs. And some places just have totally. little embers and it's a matter of like, when will it all just catch fire? Right. right? right. And you're hundred percent correct. Uh, it's that thing where some clubs have it, some clubs don't. And it's a matter of that transition. But I've, at least from my standpoint, I've been seeing that the MLS has been growing culturally and not just from a sport wise. Right. Of course, both things are going hand in hand. And, um, Hopefully, eventually we get to that point where every club or most clubs have their fervent support right. globally or uh, locally, um,
0: globally too. Let's globally know. as well. Yeah, come yeah.
1: on. but um, no, I think you're super valid points, right? Like you, you, don't have that quite yet, where you can just shift completely into that right. sense. Um, but it's just a matter of like you know. I don't think we're as far behind as a lot of people think.
0: No, I, and I agree with that. I don't think so, I don't think so either. I just think that we're in that kind of awkward in between stage where it could go really well, but it also could go pretty poorly, depending on just like a decision, management. right? So yeah. Management, so, do
2: we think that with each new blossoming club, they're going to light the fire under the asses of the clubs that aren't? I mean, we, I mean, as we've seen, Atlanta United, a couple other new teams blossoming, and like, there's a fan base. Right. There's people who want to go and see. Do we think that with the new teams coming along, that are gonna make these teams like the Revolution for us, like right. almost try to get more people? Yeah. Like because they see what success could potentially well, I, be, yeah, or I do think you think? That, it's, I think
0: there's definitely a template now. Right before. It was kind of, you saw success in a few clubs, but now I think that Atlanta United's success, and we've talked about it, I mean, I don't want to get too deep. But it, it does set a template. It sets kind of a vision for what clubs could, could do. Um, but, but again, it comes down to management. As you said, Louis, it's just like some people are going to want to strive for that and others aren't. True. And we're going to see clubs kind of survive and die off because of it. Um, but yeah, I, I think that, Even now with the new measures taken for new clubs coming in, I think that they've done a little more research and insight into what new cities will will really cultivate this culture and where stadium placements and all of this stuff will how that impacts the growth of of the sport locally. Um, So, yeah, I mean, I think so, but we'll see.
1: All right. uh, Getting back to the core topic at hand um, with the All-Star game. Uh, one thing that was been talked about, and Don Garber, the commissioner of the MLS, they he was commenting about this on Wednesday during the uh, All Star game, is uh, they're also considering doing a All Star game between the Liga MX and MLS instead yeah. of getting overseas clubs, they're basically like, okay, but what if you guys instilled like an all-star voting system over in Mexico, which is where Liga MX is, and we'll have ours. And then you can kind of pit the best players who play in uh, the USA versus the best players that play in Mexico. And that is an idea that I find very interesting. And I'd love to get your guys' take on this.
2: Um, I think it would definitely make it closer to home in terms of just like where people are at and they see like a, a, a European team come over versus a Mexican team, I think that would cause a lot more buzz, in, at least in the United States. I think like oh, the all-star Mexican team versus the all-star MLS team would be a lot more interesting and easier, I believe, to market maybe than all-star MLS plays team in Europe.
1: Um, I don't necessarily agree with that because I think that the whole point of the MLS All-Stars versus European team is the marketing. True. Right? It's like, okay, Juventus are in town. That's all you have to say for, for people to go, hell yeah, we're going to go watch. Like, There's no added level to it. Like, If you know that Juventus is going to come play and you live near Atlanta and you happen to like some of the players on there, it's a pretty easy sell for you to get me there. But I think that
2: if- – I think culturally then maybe it would be more apropos for me, I would think. But I get, I totally understand what you're saying. It's way, it'd be way easier to market a bigger team with more stars on it.
0: For me, it's, it's the same thing, just a different target demographic. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, you're, you're just, we're removing a European team to bring in a Mexican team that'll, um, now you're getting all of the Hispanic Mexican community that lives in the United States to maybe that doesn't watch the MLS to start watching the MLS more. Same but, but, same same general concept, just a different target.
1: But my question is, it's not like they're gonna bring like Monterey, they're gonna bring in Liga MX All-Star team. Right. So it's like if you're of Hispanic descent or you're from Mexico or you're from another Central American uh, country, I don't think it's gonna be that easy to market unless these people like the people who, who are here watch Liga MX. Right? And so it's almost like it will be a similar thing of, like, how do you market an all-star team from Liga MX versus an all-star team of MLS if the issue at hand me is really, like, the, the interest in soccer around the U.S., right? Because unless you like the individual players on on these Liga MX teams, are you really going to care the same way that if, like if like you said, if you're a laissez-faire MLS fan, but you found out that next year Real Madrid is going to be the, 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 the all-star game opponent, like that's super easy, you know that yeah. if you if you like Real Madrid and you watch them week in and week out, and all of a sudden you know that they're coming to be to play the MLS All Stars, that's an easy sell. Yeah, but if you're living in America and you don't, but you're if you're Hispanic origin or whatever, but you don't necessarily watch the Liga MX, I don't think that's going to bring people in. What I think that does is something very similar to the ideas that we talked about of the East versus West All Stars. It just adds that level of like homebodiness where it's like all right, I'm a uh, MLS fan, I want to beat Liga MX. And so yeah. all of a sudden you can unite all of the MLS fans under one kind of umbrella the way that it is now, but it's also like against the Liga uh, MX All-Stars.
0: But does that does that translate to that same fervor on the field? Because a lot of the MLS players aren't American. Right.
1: right. I don't think so. I actually I think the idea is very interesting, but at the same time I'd rather them just go East versus West, yeah. in my opinion, because I think that – it shouldn't be about the opposition. It should be about the players at hand and celebrating those players. Um, but it's a novel idea. No one's doing it. You yeah. know, interleague best players play each other. That headline kind of sells itself. It's very interesting. Yeah. But I think the end result wouldn't be as great as some people might think. Yeah.
0: No, I mean, at an initial look of that, I, when I when I read that, I thought it was pretty cool. Um, but it's uh, to me, it wasn't really that far off from what's happening now honestly
2: fair that's totally fair
0: yeah but overall do you guys think that there
1: should be an all-star game because some people even asking because a lot of people in the nba talk about how the all-star game is totally unnecessary yeah. but in your views if you could after all we've discussed if you had to make a call of whether or not you think the all-star game should or
0: shouldn't exist what's your call i'm not a fan um i don't like the nba all-star game um I I, last year's didn't watch I when I do watch it's kind of like just in the background while I'm doing something else MLS all-star game I even really only caught the first half because I knew we'd be talking about it if I'm being totally honest don't really care that much like it's not that fun I mean the that's just my personality like the United preseason games haven't really caught that many of them like I caught really unfortunately just the San Jose game um you just didn't catch like, the Liverpool game? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's because it, it's just, I don't know, that's just my personality. I, I really like the, the, when it actually means something. Um, to me, it just more seems like I'm being stuffed a bunch of commercialization of the sport, which not my favorite. But um, yeah, I, I, I'm not, a, I'm not a fan of MLS or all star breaks for any sport in general. So I personally would get rid of it, but. Um,
2: I would, the only all-star I would, I'd like the all-star weekend. I think that'd be cool because I find it interesting to allow players to showcase talents that would not necessarily be like always apropos in a game, Let them to experiment, Let them to have a nice weekend to have fun and showcase who they are. And I also would back East versus West, but I don't think we need to play foreign teams.
1: Okay. Definitely. Um, I mean, clearly, you guys probably know my opinion because I've been pretty <laughs> vocal about it. But I I think the All-Star break is awesome, but it can't mean anything in the sense of we're playing a better team. Com-
0: competitive. It's not like it's a... It's
1: never going to be competitive. So, in my opinion, take the, take the idea of it being competitive and throw it out and just make it about recognition and celebration. And make it a celebration and a little bit of time off. Like, if you get an All-Star game... Even if it's East versus West, and you know the players don't give a shit about who wins and who loses, you're gonna have some of these forwards who are gonna start trying to nutmeg these players and start pulling out all the stops to like just absolutely just have fun. Showboat, like, yeah. And, and we've all played like pickup with our friends where it's like, oh, we're just gonna showboat today. Yeah. Like today, all we're gonna do is right. try to meg each other, put the ball over each other, and right. humiliate your friends. Yeah. And if you could, ta- and that's still fun, and that's still even fun to watch. So yeah. if you could take that. I think it'll be very different than like the NBA all-star game where it's just like, it's, it's so grueling to have to run up and down that court and shoot, I don't know, a hundred shots or whatever versus in the MLS all-star game. Like if there's no rules and you're just like, guys go celebrate, go play. You're going to have these players who are like, all right, I'm going to try this new skill that I've been thinking about for three weeks and I'm going to humiliate this dude, and It's going to be funny. It's going to make these awesome viral moments. And that should be like, that to me is what it should be. Um, but trying to sell it and pass off the MLS as something that it isn't and trying to make it be this, like, little brother trying to punch up a weight class to try and, yeah. like, play these big, bad European teams. Yeah. I despise that okay. with a heated passion yeah. um, because I don't think enough people care. I think, sure, you're going to get a lot of people at the stadium, but it just leads to that thing of, like, are you just going to the stadium for the event of yeah. it? Yeah. Um, when you know that it's kind of a competitive game, I think the yeah. the situation switches when it's like, you know, it's not going to be competitive and you just happen to be in the city for the whole weekend, yeah. the whole event. Yeah. Then go, go have yeah. fun, go drink, go enjoy it. It's not going to mean anything. Right. That's the whole purpose of that game, right. in my opinion. So I'd love to see it shift towards that.
0: Yeah, cool. No, I think that um, we've gotten a kind of wide variety of different opinions on this topic, which is cool. Um, but Yeah, I think it's exhausted everything we've had to say on it, and um, that's it.
2: Ciao, Bella. That wraps up another great episode. Healthy conversation, healthy debating. As always, we'd love to hear your thoughts on the conversation. Where do you think the MLS All-Star Game could go? Where do you think it's at right now? Do you like it? Do you not like it? We always answer. We hear your call. Give the bat signal. We'll fly over. And if you have managed to make it through this entire episode and are listening to my voice right now, I still have packs of unopened FA 1990-1991 cards. Shoot us an email if you want a pack. I will happily give you one. Thank you so much for listening. We love you. You love us. We'll see you next week.